gonna make them an awfully camera. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. This is a movie podcast hosted by myself, Stephen Fennick, and my good mate, Trevor Long, who we are building his movie library. He's, he's watching a new movie every week. And that's the whole idea behind the show. I've seen them many times. Trevor's seeing them for the first time. And perhaps you are also seeing it for the very first time. So you're kind of in Trevor's shoes. How yeah, are you, Trevor? It's not just my knowledge. It's everyone's knowledge. There's a bunch of people listening who are just like you yep. and have seen maybe 90% of these movies. I don't reckon. But not, don't reckon. not like we've seen them, though. I don't reckon yeah. anyone listening yeah. has seen every one of these movies before we did them. Yeah, I don't you reckon? Too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But and it, frankly, like, you could email us and say you have, but we won't believe you, <laughs> unless unless you provide pick ticket stubs. <laughs> but the good thing too is that we, even if you have seen the movie, and even like all the some of these, most of these movies that I've seen many times, it's only when I've, I'm diving into doing the episodes that even I'm learning more and looking at it in a different way. Yeah. And plus, your fresh eyes on something often reveals see things that I don't see. So it's between us, we're we're sort of showing people. Yeah, you haven't really seen this movie before, like we've like exactly. We've Today we're watching Identity, and a quick warning: there is some explicit language in this show. Yeah, quick warning: so, don't yeah. watch this one with the kiddies. Yeah, it is some some, some f bombs dropped in this one. Uh, this was released in two thousand and three, so twentieth anniversary. Wow, starring John Cusack. In fact, can I just put yeah. up? Did you specifically plan this for any other reason? Uh, no. I, I, well, I was looking at because I try to vary the movies. Like I have a movie from the eighties, a movie from the two thousands, a right. movie an older because movie. Because while I was watching, it, we'll get to it. I'm yeah. like, he picked it for this week. Well, that's you know, there's what, relevance. That, that's a happy accident. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll talk about that. I, wonder, I, I just I, wondered. I did refer yes, to that, okay. yeah, because you probably actually watched it on that actual day. I think I did. Yes. Yeah, and you looked at your watch and went, "Holy hell! What yeah. is Stephen doing to me?" <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, it's 2003. John Cusack, Ray Liotta. Sadly, Ray Liotta died last yeah, tragic, year, 2022. Yeah. Was directed by James Mangold. Now, it was written by Michael Cooney. Now, if you, if you've already seen this movie and you're listening, we assume you have. It is a very clever script. Oh, yeah. It's clever. 
And it's, it's different. It's unique. It is, yeah. Michael Cooney commenting about uh, after he wrote this, saying one of the things I learned about uh, in his time writing, he said, I churned out screenplays without selling anything. Um, and you've got to remember that your screenplay is going to be read a thousand times before a single foot of film goes through the camera. So the damn thing better be readable. It better be Grisham. It better be a page turner. People say you've got 30 pages to grab them. Maybe so, but you've got three or four pages to show them what you're, do, what you're doing is different. And in those first few opening pages, you have to get that they have to capture your voice and get that the few next few hours of reading are going to be worth That's it. That's fascinating because yeah. I've, I've thought about, you remember we talk about people with scripts and yeah. the number of scripts that sit on, on the desk oh, yeah. of studio execs and stuff. And, you know, it's the same in every world. We know we work in, in the world of tech and we get yeah. press releases. And, and yep. if you don't get us in the subject and the first oh, paragraph, yeah. good luck. Yeah, that's right. You know, because we've got so many emails. You've got to capture your attention. Imagine Absolutely trying right. to read a movie script. Yeah. Like, frankly, once a day, let and alone lot, multiple per day. A lot of them coming in, too. Like, do you, do you remember the movie we did uh, months ago called The Player? Yeah. Remember where Tim Robbins played the producer? And he, yes. he's lying and saying, look, we get a thousand scripts a, 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 a year. Mm-hmm. We make 10 of them. Yeah, that just sort of goes to show, or twelve of them, I think. He yeah, says. yeah, just goes to show how it's got to be stand, it's got to stand out. Yeah, and this one did. Uh, now, tell us if any uh, of your impressions before your viewing had no idea of this. Zero. One. This is a hidden gem mo- category movie, I reckon. It feel, too. I feel felt <coughs> like I, I'd literally never heard of it. I obviously yep. have heard of Ray Liotta, but it didn't yep. strike me as something that was mentioned in his obit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, it, and even when I brought up the the movie, the thumbnail meant nothing to me. It was a, a, like you know, a handprint, hand, yeah, yeah, handprint, hand. bloody handprint. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, I'm literally at zero on this so one. And, yes. and I think a lot of other people, when they see this appear in the in yeah. the list, are going to go, "Oh, interesting." And what the, is it? I actually think this is one of those ones where they'll listen up to this point and go, "Okay, sell it to me," you know? Yeah. Sell it to me, or I'm not going to watch it because you've never heard of it. And mm. I think that that's. That's the challenge for but, uh, people is, what is I choosing like, that movie to watch. What I like, and tell me if you had this, what I like about it is at, at the start, you don't know what you're getting. Mate. You don't know what it is. Whether is it a is it this sort of movie? Is it a slasher movie? Uh, is it this movie? Put it this way, it was not at all what I expected. Yeah. Um so Hope, yeah, I think, hopefully in a good way. I think that's 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 what's good about it. Well, let's look at the reaction. Roger Ebert, the famous critic, said You love Rog. He's Rog's a good he's a he's an authority when it comes to movie reviews. He said I've seen a lot of movies that are intriguing for the first two acts, then go on autopilot with a formula ending. Identity is a rarity. A movie that seems to be on autopilot for the first two acts and then reveals that it was not. With a third act that causes us to rethink everything that has gone before. That is so true. Ingenious. How simple and yet how devious the solution is. And that... Like, you think about that and you go, here's a bloke that's watched a million movies and, and he thinks this is unique. It's the it's the most important thing to do is get you gripped till the end. But yeah. I guess keep that's why they do it normally early is because yeah. they want to keep you into it. But I think you sit down. I think we lose track of the fact that a movie is made normally to yeah. be watched in a cinema. So yeah, people don't walk out of movies regularly. No, do you know not, what I mean? Not usually. No, uh, you might leave the movie and go that was rubbish. Yeah, but most of the time you're going to go that was good and and you'll critique it. This movie, because of exactly what he said in that yeah. review, leaves you. You know, at the ascendancy. Well, it's like it reminds me of reading a really good book. Like when when a good book is something that you're anticipating what's going to happen at the end. So you you want to you want to get to the end. Yeah. This this was a little bit like that too. I'm thinking, how how what's all this? How's yeah. it related? What's going how's it going to work out? Mm. 
Now, uh, this is your last exit before the freeway. We are going to take a really deep dive into identity. And if you haven't seen it, you can catch it, of course, on Fetch. No one knows movies better than Stephen Fennick and Fetch TV. Uh, FetchTV.com.au. And you can get Fetch at major retailers and, of course, at many internet providers. And the beautiful thing about Fetch is it's it's essentially deep knowledge of content, entertainment. And movies are a great example of that. And I think this one is too. Now, there are thousands of movies to rent and buy on Fetch. There are thousands more to stream on Netflix, Stan, Disney, and all those different platforms. But what Fetch does is brings together all the information about every movie and where it is and finds it for you. So in this case, identity is not available to rent or buy on Fetch. But when you open up Fetch and you say on your remote identity, as I did here in the in the office, Fetch just opened, immediately opened Prime Video. Ah. And offered me the opportunity to rent or buy it there. Okay. Because this is the thing with movie licensing, and we've talked about this before. Some movies are here, there. Some movies disappear. I'll give you an example. We've talked before about my, my Aunt Shell, who loves The Sound of Music. Yes. We had her around a couple of weekends ago. Sound of Music has disappeared oh. from all, all streaming platforms. Really? It is just gone. Rights come and I'll go. Le- I'll lend you my Blu-ray. I might need to. Um, the rights come and go. And so the beautiful thing here is when you know Fetch doesn't have the rights to yeah. sell or rent it, Someone else might, and in this case, it opened up Prime. I was able to quickly transact and uh, and get identity on Prime because of all the streaming services as well as all the content that's available on your Fetch box. Check out Fetch now, fetchtv.com.au. Okay, now you've, by this point, Hmm. you've watched the movie. Yeah. Short, short and sharp one too. Yeah, 91. Tight 90. Yep. 91. Ninety-one, um, but you know, minus the credits, it's probably eighty-five. So you tell me now. Your don't give away the whole yep. review, but your first impressions now. So absolutely not what I expected. Uh, certainly, I'd had no expectation coming in because, as we've said, I don't watch trailers. But yep. I even after the first few minutes, I didn't understand what I was getting into. I yep. never. Exp- uh, you didn't warn me that this was uh, slasher. It would be Slasher-ish. a good way of putting yeah. it. Well, I didn't um, want to give away. Give it away. Yeah, I like um, it when you're surprised. I kind of would have liked a warning of that. Um, <laughs> Did you watch this but, with anyone on your own? No, no, on my own, thankfully. Yeah. Jack and Jacko would have liked this? I think he would have, yeah. A teenager yeah. would have liked yeah, this Yeah, I think a teenager is going yeah. to enjoy young, this. Younger kids wouldn't have it's liked it. It's a lot to take in for anyone else. Yeah, Even yeah. if you like the gore, it's still a lot to take yeah. in. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that it, it wasn't um, uh, a template, you know? Yeah. It, exactly it as was Roger Edith yeah, said. It was different. It was different. And, yeah. it, and it, I, I, So I struggle sometimes if I'm not fully engaged in something, not yep. to be distracted, right? And this one, I did actually find myself distracted a bit in those early acts. Yeah. But as soon as it, as soon as something different happened, you're like, whoa, whoa, what? Hang on, I hang actually on. went back yeah. a couple of times. Went, hang on, man, I, I need to give yeah. that my full attention. What did yeah. I miss, etc. That's and the beauty of watching it a lot of times. You you you, you pick up stuff even then. Oh, I can yeah. imagine watching it today yeah. again and yeah. seeing stuff that I didn't see before. So so okay. for that, I, I enjoyed the fact that it was a surprise. Yep. I enjoyed the fact that it was unique. It had. Flashbacks to me of um, of uh, the the Bates Motel psycho stuff just yeah. just because of the motel setting. The hotel setting um, yeah. It also had flashbacks to me of something else, which got me thinking. Oh, and you're going to think this is really weird. Yeah. Um, the courtroom, uh, Twelve Angry Men. Yep. J- just because it the was whole tight, just yeah. because it was a tight yeah, knit group tight, thing, tight group, and, yeah. you, and you were second guessing people. Yeah. That's half the beauty of the movie is their interactions, those character in, in in crisis sort of yeah. mode. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so for that. Those, that's okay. what I took out of it and, and would, Outstanding. would suggest to and people what about should, it. what are you tweeting on that My one? tweet here is, good luck understanding identity <laughs> even if you've watched it more than once. But if you've never seen it, yeah. worth a look okay. for something very different. Well, you'll be surprised to know I did not see this at the movies. Wow, hang uh, on. I, it was, 
tick, no, tick, breaking news. It was, it was a release. Yeah, no, it was, mate, I'd go see everything. But this was sort of a real, I came in under the radar sort of right. movie. And I missed it at the theatres, but I caught it on DVD. As soon as it was out on, on Home Entertainment, on DVD, I think, at the time, yeah. I, I watched it. I thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then yeah. I've now owned it on, on Blu-ray and all of those. So uh, it was, I, I wish I had a scene in the theatre. Yeah. So that community viewing is a, is really enjoyable. You, you yeah. really enjoy that I idea do. of other people's reactions. Yeah, just you, but you're part. You're witnessing something altogether. It's great. Yeah. Let's talk at the cast. John Cusack plays Ed, the limo driver. Do you, do you remember the movie that we've already covered that he's in it? I don't remember, but I remember him. Con Air. Con Air. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he was in it. He was also in 2012 about the end of the world, which is a real cool action movie. Gross Point Blank, a real good comedy. High Fidelity, another good comedy. Another favourite of mine is, and we'll do it on the show eventually, Pushing Tin, where he plays an air traffic controller. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like it's that. It's really cool. A pushing really Tin, good. yes. Like pushing it. Tin. Yeah, I like it. Ray Liotta plays Rhodes, mm -hmm. and he, of course, was in Goodfellas. Yep. Did you recognise him also in Field of Dreams? Yes. He well, plays yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field yeah, of exactly. Dreams. exactly. And he was also in Copland. Which is another a previous movie that James Mangold, the director, had uh, directed before. Gotcha. So he, that's how they got that little link there. Amanda Peet plays Paris. Big fan. She was also in 2012 with John Cusack. Yep. You know, she reminded me of an Aussie actress, like someone like Brooke Satchwell or something. Like I just had this. Yeah. Oh my God, hang on a minute. And it was just she's a been fleeting a moment. Yeah. She's done a lot of TV. She was in The Whole Nine Yards with Bruce Willis. She was in Studio 60. On the Sunset Strip. This is the show that Aaron Sorkin did right after West Wing. Right. It lasted one season, but mate, it was a brilliant show. One and done. One season and it was it. Wow. It was a really underrated show. I really I really like that show. John C. McGinley plays George. George York. He was in Platoon. He was also you may have recognized him in Wall Street. Maybe. Yeah. But more recently we covered a movie that he was in, Point Break. Oh. He was the FBI boss, remember, yes, giving it to Keanu too. Reeves. Yes. That was John C. McGinley. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca de Mornay played Caroline Suzanne, the high-maintenance actress. Yes. And you, she was in a movie we've also covered, Okay, Risky Business. Oh, right. Remember, she was the, the, the lady of the night that yeah, okay. came to visit Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was also in her other hit movie was Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Now, the doctor, did you recognize Alfred Molina? He was Dr. Malik. He was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Remember the very no, yes, I did. So yeah. I, I reckon you know what he rem the what's that show you recommended to me? Three Pints. Three Pints. Yeah, he's in he's that. In that's that. where that's I recognise right. him yeah, from. Yes. Well, three Pints. And it's yeah. the goatee. It's his yeah. signature Maybe. thing. I Maybe. I think he was also in a movie, a sci-fi movie that's. Uh, it's my one of my guilty pleasure movies called Species. It's really Star really Wars good. is your guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, no, 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 that's a, that's a, my not guilty pleasure. I love oh, Star Wars. Oh, I think you're guilty. He was also in Spider Man too. He played one of the villains in Spider Man Two. Wow. Yeah. So he's had a quite a career. Before we get to the film, let's have a chat about High Sense. They're yeah. our other great sponsor. And remember these words: Mini LED. That's the technology that's going to make a big difference. The Mini LED backlights on a on a High Sense TV. Combined with their QLED quantum dot technology to produce amazing pictures with incredible contrast and over a billion shades of color. These are the details you need to look at because what if, if you stand in front of a TV, it is a very subjective thing. And mm. Hisense normally, has, and as Trevor and I know, 
they normally have some amazing picture quality. So if you're looking, at, if you're watching all the movies that we're talking about on this show, you want to see them in some pretty decent quality. So high sense is something to keep in mind because it offers that amazing viewing experience. It also is the TV high sense TVs are also I don't know if you knew this certified IMAX enhanced. Yes. So there are IMAX versions of films like on Disney Plus and I think Netflix have some Prime have some Disney Plus where is one you're of the actually biggest, watching more not less. Yeah, so normally you get this 21 by 9 and you yeah. and you think of the the letterbox but what they're actually doing is not cutting off the sides and filling your screen. They're, they're, they're actually adding yeah. into those black marks of the letterbox. There they're are giving you content. There are a lot of those, especially the uh, like a lot of Marvel movies like that and like big, big, normally blockbuster movies. Yeah. So you want to get more, get a high sense. They also, of course, have Dolby Vision IQ and HDR 10 Plus, so the picture looks at its best. But you know what? It's not only movies we watch on high sense TVs. If you love your sport and you love your gaming, then the best screen in the house will be your Hisense TV. Sport, they've got the auto sports mode, 200 smooth motion. So really smooth viewing of your, your high action, fast paced sport. And if you're a gamer, there's Game Mode Pro with HDMI 2.1 running 4K at 120 hertz. It has your variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode. So you're in the game, you're competitive and also has AMD FreeSync technology so you get a pure gaming experience with no screen tearing, no input lag. So as I said, you are competing at the highest level right there. And of course, it has the VDAR U6 experience picture quality control there as well. So scene by scene, the, the Hisense TV, actually the high view engine, examines everything in real time and enhances it as you're watching it. Mm. So do yourself a favour, if, if you're in the market for a TV, Hisense have all the sizes too, up to 98 inches if you like a big TV like we do. Do yourself a favour, head down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV or check out that range at Hisense.com.au. It is time to dive into identity. Yes. Now, the first thing we, there's a patient, there's a patient doctor set up yep. and the first thing we hear is a little poem. As I was going up the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away. Where did you learn that? Hmm? Where did you learn that poem? I made it up when I was a kid. I made it up. Mate, that is like giving away the whole movie in the first line. Well, you don't realise it. Kind of. But listening back but to it now, it meant nothing yeah, to me at the time. Yeah. But his claim of writing that as a kid is, is not actually true because sure. it, it was written by William Hughes Mearns. The poem was called Antagonish. So antagonise with ish on the end. Uh, it was also being turned into a song. So it, it became hugely popular, not just from... That that character we're listening to there is Malcolm Rivers, mm. who is uh, well, you don't see at the time. You don't yeah, see. You, him you only point. hear his voice, and the what we find out in this little setup section of the movie is that he's awaiting execution yeah. for several murders. So what the person he's talking to right now is a psychiatrist, Doctor Malik, which is played played by Alfred, Alfred Molina. Do you understand why you're talking with me now? Yeah, you're supposed to be good with. Headaches. I need something more than aspirin. You know what I mean? You remember the murders? I remember 
Columbia is the capital of South Carolina. <laughs> so immediately you're thinking, okay, there's there's a person on trial, yep, awaiting execution. Yes. So you know he's a, a death row. But there's but you, and you don't know whether these um, recordings and these conversations with the psychiatrist are happening. Yeah. At the point of the execution, yeah. or many months earlier, or many years earlier, that's not established in yeah. my book. So, but you pretty quickly kind of get to this point where there's kind of lawyers involved, and it's like, yeah. hang on a minute, there's something new. It's a, it's an eleventh hour bid to to stay the execution. Gary, 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 you awake? Well, yes, Greg. As a matter of fact, I am awake. I'm sorry to bother you, know, but uh, there's going to be a midnight hearing in the Rivers case. The defense, they found a notebook, misfiled in evidence, a diary. They argued to the state supremes that it was suppressed. What the hell are you talking about? Look, there's no media, nothing. All right, this has all happened under the radar. The prisoner transport left about an hour ago from Ely. Left Ely? What do you mean left Ely? What transport? Uh, the, the diary gave them an opening, Gary, to argue insanity again. That They said they needed Rivers' presence, so they pumped them full of they put him on transport. So you're telling me they're taking this scumbag to a hearing the night before his execution. Now, how the fuck did you let that happen? So there Solid. you go. Ball is rolling. Will and, and you know, at this point, you're like, okay, so I'm going to watch like a, a law yeah, trial. Yeah, a trial or a... You know, yeah, um, like a last-minute beat. not to... an uncommon concept yeah. of a story, you know. Yeah. Um, someone Save someone from death, death row. row yeah. You know, even the Green... Well, there's a lot of death row, you know, movies and conversations. So... Yeah. At this point of the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm in here because yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I love that yeah. legal challenge and what's this notebook? How is it suppressed? And, you know, you're interested. Well, I, I think a, that most people would enjoy this yeah. movie up until this point. It, it's set up like a little sense of urgency. There's yes. something going on. There's like a, there's a timeline, you know, there's a deadline. Isn't it interesting how much, they, yeah. how much they put the weather into those opening oh, yeah. bits, was, you know? Every bit of audio had thunder yeah. and lightning. It's like a yeah. really important, because it's yeah. an important part of the movie. Of course. So yeah. it's fascinating to me that they they utilize it even in an area where it doesn't really matter. Yeah. that was So that was the setup, right? And yes. So from that point, we kind of start watching a different movie. Where you're thinking, the, we see there's a hotel, uh, and at the ultimately at the hotel there's going to be ten people. Yeah. Now the first thing we see in the hotel is the man coming in with his injured wife. He goes, "Oh, it won't, it won't stop bleeding," and that, that's we're thinking, it's "Okay, like, who, wow, who's this guy?" Yeah, he goes, "There's been an accident. Yeah. And she's clearly." Well, we don't know that she's not dead, but she's clearly badly, badly off and blood. Like, yeah. That's all you see. And you're thinking, what's going on here? But then what I like is then it, it goes back and no, what, shows but us. But what I do yeah. love about that is, and I initially thought it was an, a fault, yep. but it's used multiple times in this scene, is this freeze frame. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. notice that where they go, this freeze frame of this moment, which mm. you now know indicates we're going to go back we're and explain We're going to go back this. a little bit, yeah. We're so it's like rewind. saying, hold that thought. I'm yeah. going to show you what happened. I, yeah, exactly, I really yeah. like that technique. Well, as it turns out, what they they had a they were driving, so it's husband and yep. wife and and their son. Yep. And they're driving along in the car. He gets a flat. Oh, did you like how when he got the flat, he said out loud all the things you need to do. Turn into yeah, the, he's turn done into a, it. He's come done a, to a stop. Uh, defensive driving yeah. course. He's done emergency. Courses. And he announces it as he's doing it. Eh? Did you yeah. Know? It's, it's a, That's it, pretty cool. It has no relevance at no. all. Well, other, than, other than to, shows his character. Other than to show his character yeah. is a bit of a bit of a stickler. For yeah, true. process and clearly um, 
has done all the right things. You know, he's done the courses. We find out later he's done first aid. You know, you're like he's one of yeah. those people that's done everything to be the better person, and he's reciting it. It's very, very weird and funny. Now, the other, the other part of this is that you see the, like, the, the mother is playing, like talking to the son through the window, and she steps back and boom, she just This gets is where up the, by the movie takes a whole other <laughs> yeah. side. It's like, holy hell, yeah. she's standing here. The son is <laughs> well, inside you know she's the car. Hurt. It's how cool. she gets hurt. Yeah. And she puts her hand up to the window, and then yeah. he moves back, and she moves back, and boom, boom. But a boom. And it's wild. Yeah. but And then, then we see from the other perspective, you see inside the car is our man Ed, the limo driver, John Cusack, yeah. and Rebecca De Mornay, the, yeah. the actress. And we, we, she's obviously saying, oh, my battery, and don't forget, this is 2003, so the phones weren't that advanced at the time. No. She said, have you got a spare battery? And I want to get the spare battery. And he's, it's, it's really bad weather. And he's, I think he looks in his bag and then uh, this happens. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Alice. Oh, my God. Alice. Oh, what, have you, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? So 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 that involves now. So we've got the husband, the wife, and the son. And now we've got Ed and Caroline, the actress, involved here. Um, So the next cut is the the Paris is driving in the rain. Yes. And it intercuts here. So Paris is the woman driving alone, in a convertible and it's raining. Wild, yes. And she turns around and opens up her suitcase to get something and all the clothes and crap falls out. Which also explains the boot. The, the, the shoe. Yeah, how there was like a stiletto heel that, that yeah, punctured the, the like tire. Like a metal stiletto, which, yeah. is, which is what we saw was what caused the punctured tire, which yes. is what caused it to be out in the rain, which is what... And then the other thing too we should say is we, we get the sense during that limo drive, we get a very a character build yes. of the actress as yeah. just a complete snob. Um, she's on the phone. She's oh, yeah. not being. She's left a movie set because she doesn't get treated well. Yep. She's treating this driver like absolute shit. So there's some real serious oh, character yeah. development. It sets here. the players real up. quick. Yeah. But then what they do uh, when when uh, Ed and they're at the scene of the accident, they also hail down a, a couple, a young couple driving along. Wake up. What? Cell phone. What? Do you have a cell phone? Who wants to know? Look, there's been an accident in the bedroom. A lady's hurt. We need a cell phone right now. Do you have one? Dude, slow down. First of all, we do not know who you are. Second of all, we don't see an accident. Listen to me, dude. I'm having a really fucked up, really wet, very bad fucking day. So I suggest if you or your girl have a cell phone, you give it to me right now. Dude, we don't have a cell phone, so could you just let go of me now? All right, I need you to give me a lift in the other direction. It's flooded that way, too. It's worse than this. So there, there, there's now five, no, there's six people involved. No, is it? So it's three, eight, five, it's, eight it's, it's or seven. It's, it's Mum, dad, son, Mom. limo driver, actress, Paris, couple in car. Okay, eight, so there's eight, eight people. people already. And so the, the next thing we see is that they're, they're, they can't go anywhere because they're flooded out, so they find their way to the hotel and we see the first the first person we see is Caroline trying to bribe her way into a better room and mm. he goes uh it is nice and cozy yeah. so like, the hotel guys now the ninth character La- Larry is is who we see there mm-hmm. but then when Paris tries to check in uh she, she cops a bit of lip 
Oh, I'm we don't rent rooms by the hour. Funny. You still serving food? Oh, vending machines are around the corner. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, the rooms are warm, dry, and 30 bucks advanced. Picture ID. Y'all need one room or um, two? Excuse or? Me. I was just talking to you. I'd appreciate it if you looked at me. Well, I don't like looking at trash. That's, just, that's a real. I'll be honest. I'm was looking at that. that going, Did I miss something? Was it that obvious shit to the uh, like? Oh, there's a, there was a little scene in her little flashback of her. There was a guy tied up on a bed, and she had cream on. Yeah. Him. So we was there any indication that she that, was a prostitute? We've seen that, that she's into some kinky stuff, but yeah. and you do assume because it's an old fat guy yeah. that she's you know dressed in lingerie <laughs> with. So you assume it's a paid gig, right? So yeah, yeah. okay. We assume she's a prostitute, but, but just look, right? well, Larry. But do you she, it's was a bit dressed, harsh there? she was dressed. She was dressed. She had like the short jean shorts and stuff. And but there wasn't. It was, she wasn't dressed like a yeah, hooker in I my know. view. Yeah, well, I which think I think I think it was a bit which. So the idea you're meant to get is that yeah. Larry doesn't like prostitutes. Yeah. But I just think it was a bit weird because it didn't really come across. The other, mate, the other girl, mm. the, 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 the couple, yep. to be honest, she was more of a kind of skank than, than Paris. Yeah, she was probably I don't know, more, it, yeah. It just struck me oh, as very I mean, weird. Like I think Paris is just sort of dressed a bit. She was a bit racy sort of looking, like low-cut mm. dress and short shorts and stuff like that. Anyway. Yeah. They assumed, I guess. Yes. Now, the next people, uh, Ed, Ed arrives then. They're all now in the hotel. Ed's got the injured woman. And I think he demonstrates a little bit of uh, sewing skills. Do you remember that? Yeah, wild. <laughs> and and uh, he said he used to be a cop. But the best, well. the best line is the, the husband walks up. He goes, where did you learn? And then he goes, about where, where you were standing. standing. <laughs> <laughs> which, just, which is just a simple line to say yeah. he has no uh, medical it. training. First of all, I've done it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next arrival is Rhodes. So this is 10 and 11. Rhodes so and his, and his he prisoner. He arrives with his prisoner. You the manager? Uh, yeah. I'm Officer Rhodes. Corrections. Transporting a prisoner here. Okay. The law gives you the right to refuse the service, but the roads are all flooded and I can use the room. It's an emergency. Hey, you got a radio in that car? Who's this? Limo driver had an accident. I got a lady in there pretty banged up. I could use an ambulance. 442 requesting medical. 442 requesting medical. Nothing. Like I said, it's been like this for the past hour. There's a lot of blood. You got a first aid kit in there? Band-aids, that's it. Band-aids, that's all. See, set-wise, it's fascinating. There's really just the hotel set. Hotel, yeah. Um, you know, with solid rainfall. Yep. You've got a couple of road sets. And then you've got the the courtroom kind of set. There wasn't a lot of oh, the, the, yeah, um, the interview set, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, establishment required for the for the no. filming of this movie. Oh, there was a lot wide shot of the hotel, the motel. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point, I'm I'm going okay. So Rhodes has just arrived with this mass murdering prisoner transfer Convict, guy. Yep. This is the guy that's got to get to a hearing. Um, he's got a midnight hearing. He's going to be executed tomorrow. He's in the back of the so car. You, so you thought that was the goal? Hundred yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. percent. Please, it, I if, did too. If, if anyone it, is yeah. watching this the first time, yeah. thinking that's not him, you're wild. Exactly. No, that, that's. Um, I think that's what you meant to think. Absolutely. There's a lot of red herrings in this one. Spot on. Yeah. So, so here now we've got this guy who's not just a murderer; he's yeah. a mass murderer who's being put to death Transport, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. He's being transported, and he's about to be put in a hotel room on the last day of his life. Yeah. You, at no point do you think this is going to go well. Like of that, course. That's essentially what you're yeah. meant to think right now. It's like this yeah. is going to be chaos. This is not going to end well. Yes. In fact, this <laughs> is when the murders begin. That's right. So the actress is, she's, she needs to talk to her agent and she's, I think she 
I, did she rips love, off the shower? The I love shower the fact curtain. that she's, she's in her room and yeah. she hears the the beep of the phone because she put yeah. it on. First thing she did in her room was put it on put charge. On charge, yeah. And so we now know she's got a bit of charge. She rips a shower curtain down and starts walking yep. out in the rain. She's worried she's, about Herbert on the phone. Out, she's out trying to find a signal, yep. and uh, they uh, she runs into a bit of trouble. And it was you don't really see who does it, of course, no, of course. but. You see her, all you hear is a scream. You see a little splash of blood. Yep. And then I, I like how that the, the, what you see is what it does. You don't see it as it's happening. You see the result. Yes. And later on, so then when, when Ed and they all go out looking for her mm. is when they, they discover her body. Oh, Jesus, mother of God. Who is this? The woman I was driving. Hey, what the hell are you doing? There's something in there. Use this, man. Thanks. You a cop? I was. She was in room 10? I am. Where's your guy? He's cuffed to a toilet. So now, again, right. <laughs> so you're thinking, uh-oh. So the bloke in room 10 has killed this. Yeah. Like It's all adding up to this mass murderer on death row. Has killed. By the way, that's a great scene because you don't realize what's happened. You know she's dead. Well, but, you just see a head. That's all. No, no. But you know, when, when the murder happens, you yeah. see, you see, she's dead, right? Yeah. And he's investigating this laundry room because he hears this sound. It's like the sound yeah, of putting like putting one boot in a yeah. in a washing machine, right? Now, when he, I'll be honest with you, when he opened it up and there was the clothes, the first thing I saw was the yeah, clothes she yeah. was wearing, and then he moved it and you saw a head, right? Yeah. I didn't realize she'd been beheaded. Oh. I just thought. I actually thought to myself, her whole body. Was how in did there. you fit her in there? And then yeah. he described, like, yeah. then it becomes you see the blood there, yeah. clear. It's yeah. actually in the next scene where Did I found out. Did that give you a bit of a jump? Mate? Did that jump? Not really. The, the music goes and really, and you think, ooh. No, the, to be honest, the only jump in this movie was the woman getting hit by the car at the start. Because I think at that yeah. point I'm braced yeah, ready. Right. From this point yeah, on, yeah, I'm, there's, right, mate, there's right. a. There's a death row inmate on the loose, mate. I'm ready for anything. We now. should also mention that what they found with her head was the room number key. one room key. Number ten. So no, was it number ten? So it's counting counts yeah. down. That's right. Yeah. So room 10, 10 and room 10 is yeah, where the prisoner is. Where, is where, that's right. So they so rush off to find the prisoner. They find him. And, and, and when, so he said he's chained to a toilet. That's the only secure thing. They, they handcuffed hmm. into a toilet. And they get in and, of course, the toilet has been pulled yep. apart and he's not there anymore. Now, we flash back now to the hearing. Yep. So the, the, his legal team is gathering for the hearing. In the matter of Malcolm Rivers versus the state of Nevada, for purposes of evidentiary just, review... Just, Taylor, uh, sir, with due respect, we should wait till my client arrives. He has a right to be present. He has precious few rights, Counselor. He's 24 hours from execution. But in order to uh, demonstrate his mental state, which is the purpose his of His mental state. His mental state. Do you know what time it is? Hmm? You think I got time for bullshit? Now that the justices have seen fit to call me out here in the middle of the night to review a case that I have already sat on, that I have already decided may make you happy. But you know what? It pisses me off. So when your boy gets here, you do whatever you want with him. But in the name of decency, state your goddamn case. Yes, sir. Somebody and that, give me a cup of coffee, so black. That, that plays that's into the, the judge. fact that, that you know, that's the judge. The judge it? that originally, you know, sentenced him to death. Yes. But that also plays, you know, let's wait for my client to get here. That yeah. plays into the fact of making you believe that. Yeah, because he can't get there. The roads are blocked. Is is on his way. The, the person that we've seen with with roads yeah. 
is that person. Yeah, absolutely. At this so point, you're just solid, like, well, this solid. They're going to okay. go on without him. But did, were you at this point thinking, okay, I've kind of got the grip of this. I know that that's because I think a lot of people, without making that link, they're thinking, well, what's that got to do with the other? That's the link between these two. Oh, everyone, scenes. no. Yeah. There's no one watching this yeah. that isn't on board with the of fact course. that we've now got the the the, the hearing going on, yeah. but the prisoner Waiting is stuck. Waiting for the prisoner to He's arrive. He's not going to arrive. Yeah. So you're, what you're thinking now, what I'm thinking now, and I think most people are thinking is, so what happens if they find him, like, you know, uh, uh, not innocent because he's, he's guilty. Yeah. But what if they they go with the mental ground? They need to contact the guy so that they can send yeah. him back to prison. Like that's how all I'm thinking is him. how yeah. they're going to find him. You know? Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, Ed has announced that there had been an incident. There was an incident today. That's police talk for someone getting their head lopped off. Larry. That's where I found out. Yeah. Carolyn Suzanne was murdered. What? Who's Carolyn Suzanne? Oh, what? Oh my God. The actress I was driving. And where, where, where exactly did that happen? We don't know exactly because we can't find the body. Not all of them. What do you, what do you, what do you mean you can't find the body? As long as we stay calm, everything's going to be all right. Officer Rhodes is outside right now. He was transporting a convict who escaped. What are you? What? What? what, is what? Hold on. Fucking running free. Will you please shut the fuck up so we can talk? This is my place, Poe. I'll say what I got there, please. No, it's safe it's here. It's not safe here. No, there's a cop here. Yeah, two cops. Wait, you're a cop? I was. Shut up, Mary. Fucking safe here. I'm not safe. It's all right. It's okay. So all hell's broken loose here. Mm. Yeah, now, it's wild now. So one, and then so, you can imagine it, right? This what we've got yeah. eleven people. One of them's dead. One of them's missing. And yeah, well, the convict in the in that in the interim, they've gone back and seen that he's no longer that's chained. Right. To yeah, the I toilet. said that earlier. Yeah, the, yeah. So you've got nine people yeah. who are panicked. Yeah, because someone's just been murdered. Now, shortly after this, we see the young couple, the woman running back to her room, having an herself, argument, logging herself in a room, and. Yep. Her, I think that he mentioned he they'd only been married for nine hours, so mm. they were coming from Vegas. The Vegas, right? yeah, and they had their little argument about you know, her she, being jealous is, about something. And this is the big no, no. She she says I'm not pregnant. Well, like, she she says well the first bit is that she was sort of expressed a bit of jealousy about some woman that he had yeah, apparently yeah. spoken to. Anyway, they have. There was there's the there's the pregnancy argument. There's also the jealousy she argument. She gets a shit. She locks, locks herself, herself in, in, the, the in the bathroom. He and he's trying to, to get out. in there and. He, she's not letting him in, and I like how that he sort of goes away, comes back again, bang, 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 and, and, and then all quiet. And you know he's dead because you hear a slip. Well, no, the she, bang, go, bang, bang. No, she no, goes no. out of the room. No, 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 no. Before she goes out of the room, yeah. I knew he was dead. No, but she never saw it. No, there, there is a there is a point where she goes out and sees a shadow on the wall of a knife, yeah. and she rushes back in again. I, I, yeah. I'm saying before that when he because yeah. the knife the knife shadow happens after he's dead. Right. Right. Oh, you reckon he's already gone there? Yeah, he's yeah. already gone there. Okay. Yeah, because he you hear him bang, 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 and then there's a, there's a very, very subtle slide, yeah. which is him sliding down the wall. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's gone, But then we see the that, – so that's two That's two down. Two gone. Third victim uh, we see is actually the convict. So did before he died, though, a really important little thing to talk about is – when he he sort of as he got out of the room, he went into this other part of like left the ho- the motel, went into another like a diner area, yes, and then went looked out the window, and he was back where he started from, yes. And you're and, uh, that, that made I'm thinking he, what he, the hell he he. What you see is the convict running from the motel. You assume, yep. And he runs into a and this is after a murder, so you think okay, he's just committed a murder, 
And I also think at this point, because he runs into a muddy, muddy river or creek, yep. and I think, well, that's the end of the murders because he's now like, covered in mud and he's going to yeah. run. And he sees off in the distance as yeah, he gets to the other lights. side of some lights. So he starts running towards it. But then you see him in this diner and he's like, yeah. well, I'm back in the hotel. And he looks out the window and he's back where he started from. Like it. Yeah. It, like that was the first mind bender, right? It, it doesn't trigger at all. Like to me, oh, it's did a you not? Did you not think? No, no. I, I immediately thought, hang on, you're back where you started from, mate. Oh, I had so no, how, I how just does that happen? Couldn't quite. So work you it knew out. there was something doing there. Mm. But with the next thing we see, though, the, the in the next few, in they the lock next him scene, up. Yep. He's he's uh, they find him, chain him up, and they leave him and try to work out what's going. on. And they on. leave Larry with yeah. him. They say, Larry, you look after. You him. wind him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not looking after him because he's tied to a yeah. pole, mate. And he's got a baseball bat too. Larry's got a baseball yeah. bat. Larry loves his baseball but bat. But then when we come back, we find out that uh, he's actually, the convict is also dead. What are you doing in your office? I just want to get something. How many sets of keys are there in this place? Larry, look at me. How many? Uh, two and a master Oh, set. my fucking God. Larry, you mother... Get... Son of a... Get the fuck in here! Get back get in here! that is a wild scene do you know the, what how they did that they used a life-size dummy of jake Busey was the actor yeah, yeah. it's gary Busey's son Right. He was the actor who played the convict. And so they created a life-size dummy of him. So, And that's how they – they didn't actually make him swallow a baseball no, bat. No, no, no. They got a dummy and um, one of the studio execs actually asked to keep the dummy as a souvenir after after that. <laughs> he keeps it, kept it in his office. Um, that's but, a bit weird. Yeah. But apparently this is the story told by that executive. One night a cleaning lady opened the closet and she was uh, she thought it was real and got scared out scared out of her mind. Oh my so God. after that, they said, let's get rid of the dummy out of the office. Yeah, probably a good yeah. idea. Well, the murders, can, well, the, the deaths continue here because yeah. the next is the Larry's thinking, what, well, I'm out of here. Larry's right? out because Larry's going. been accused. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going yeah. on. So he jumps in a truck to try and drive away. And as he's driving through this small hotel area, yeah. the kid is standing in the way. And he either swerves to miss the kid or someone pushes the kid out of the way. The and husband, the dad. The husband pushes the, the kid out of the way, yeah. Just gets squished up against the Yeah, he pushes the he saves the kid. Boom. He gets Ugh. he gets killed. Brutal. And uh as uh, as Larry's trying to escape. Now, meanwhile. Back at the hearing. Back at the hearing. They're they're talking about uh, you know, they they're sort of saying that he look, he he's possibly unaware of the crimes he's committed. The sanity plea was refused by the court, despite the fact that my client is a certifiable access for disassociative. To this day, he remains completely unaware of the crimes for which he was convicted. As you know, sir, in 1986, the United States Supreme Court ruled decisively that states cannot execute a person who does not understand why he is being put to death. He signed a confession, counsel. He didn't just sign it. He dictated it to me. Thirdly, Malcolm's diaries found misfiled state evidence. Your Honor, this notebook contains entries made just before the murders four years ago. Important to note are the spectacular changes in handwriting style, tone, point of view. What you are looking at are the private thoughts of several different people. Uh, with permission, Dr. Malik will elaborate. Thank you. Your Honor, 
There is no universally efficacious treatment for disassociative identity disorder. In theory, one must attempt to move the patient towards integration, a folding, if you will, of their fractured psyche. Your Honor, he's here. So much so, to unpack. So, so much to unpack. This is the people we go, hang on a minute. How's he's he here. here. How did he get here? But, but firstly. Because you assumed that he's dead because he's, you assumed it was the convict. Correct, right. right. But firstly, what I liked there was you actually start to understand their case. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of insanity pleas in the best of times, but <laughs> you understand that that booklet, which you, which which the judge flicks through, and it's yeah. it's like looking at a year one versus university yeah. student, then back, and there's all these different, different styles of handwriting. Different styles of handwriting. Yeah. You realise that what we've got is a split personality, schizophrenia, whatever yep. it's called, um, and what their their uh, defence is is that this this body, this this human being, committed the murders, mm. but the guy that gave the confession was one of those personalities, um, the guy that. You know, it sits before you, maybe another one. And yeah. I thought that was really well demonstrated in such a short scene. Like, it all happened in that grab. Yeah, in that one minute. It all yeah. happened in that grab yeah. to demonstrate us yep. to us what their theory is, what his problem is, and introduce the biggest twist of the movie, which is, how's he here? Yes. He's dead. Because, yeah, but also, too, before, remember when Malik was interviewing him at the start? Mm. And there was it was very hard to show evidence of a split personality yes until they got the notebook so That's the right. notebook demonstrated look 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 at this with your own eyes because i think the reason the notebook's critical i think in in any case like this would be yeah. it, you know a doctor it's okay mate i i mm. hear you but it's just really your word like yeah. we're, we're taking your word here but here you've got physical evidence yeah. of this guy's multiple personalities it's absolutely wild. right meanwhile back at the at the hotel Everyone's getting a little bit jumpy Ooh, yeah. about who's actually committing the murders, and and Larry is well after after what happened with his baseball bat down down the old convict's throat, yeah. and also him <laughs> killing killing the old man. All fingers are pointing to Larry. Well, now they're coming back to life like sea monkeys, huh? Come on, give me a break, sweetheart, will you, please? Just take it easy, Rose. You know, you take it easy. You no, know, you've been trying to run this show the whole night. You've been giving orders, you've been pointing fingers, you blame my con for everything, and he ends up dead. I'm telling you, it's him. We all saw him run down George, didn't we? Your actress's wallet is right there. She's dead, there's the wallet. I mean, what more do you want? Now, in the meantime, what, what he says there, there was a line, oh, they're disappearing like sea monkeys, coming back to life like sea monkeys. He's referring to the fact that when they go back and look for the bodies, they're missing. They're gone. Remember, yeah. remember. Well, they didn't. They found the head and not her body. The guy, the young guy, killed in the room with the girl in the bathroom. His body was missing. The baseball bat's just sitting there on a chair, like it's the body's gone. gone. And, and then and they go and move the car, and he's not there either. He's so, not there, but they find a key. So with each yeah, of these, we each have kind of mentioned down the with keys, every yeah. single body has been a room key, yes. and, and the room key numbers go from ten, nine, eight. Yeah. So it's a countdown. It's a countdown yeah. of the of the victims. So the, to say the least, they're fairly jumpy, and they decide to get in the, the, to protect themselves. Hmm. They get inside the 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 lobby of the hotel of the motel. Hotel, and uh, our man Rhodes says uh, he's, he's he tells him what he's going to do. And if there's something out there and it comes in here, I'm going to shoot it. And if any one of us tries anything, I'm going to shoot him. We get it. Good. <laughs> Simple. Pretty basic. Yeah. yeah. Now at this point, where Rhodes wants everyone to stay put, he wants to keep an eye on everybody. Yeah. Ed says to the woman, so the 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 young the young woman whose whose partner got killed in the room. Yes. Says, look, why don't you? And the son, get out of here. Get, get in Larry's sleep. truck and, and get the hell out. Hey, hey, get him, Lee. Hey, hey, where'd they go? Get go, back. Go, where go. you going? They're leaving. They're not go, leaving. Go, go. 
You can't let suspects leave after four people have been killed! You really think they're suspects, Rhodes? I don't! They're not leaving! So they ran to the Kaboom. car that the, the partner and, and the girlfriend came in, mm. little Honda Civic, and it just exploded. Yeah, they went around the bend, and then all you see is a fireball. And then they go around, ho- fire hose it down, and, and there's yeah. no bodies. Nothing. There's no evidence. They would have seen, if they had, were in the car, they would have seen them still. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that, that's, the, that's the point that triggers the, the search for these disappearing bodies. And yeah. that, that's, this is the point they realise they're all the bodies are disappearing, what which is very is strange. What is going on? But it, it, it's also where Paris reaches the end of her. She's saying, Tether. I give up. I'm thinking I'm done. Come, come out. Well, we give up. Yeah. And then she mentions, though, that it's coming up to her birthday. I'm turning 30 next week and I just want to go home and go working. It's your birthday next week. My birthday next week, the 10th. Me too. Me too. Yeah. George York, May 10th. Alice York, May 10th. Alan Suzanne, May 10th. Ginny, Luciana, May 10th. Larry Washington. May fucking 10. What are the odds? It's the 10 trillion one. And we're recording this on the 11th and publishing on the 12th. Like, I thought you had really <laughs> nailed the uh, the decision to do this movie. That was a happy accident. You yeah. you watched it on May the 10th, yeah. didn't you? So you, uh, the day you the watched ninth. it. Okay, the ninth, so yeah. it was current. Yeah. And... So at this point, I want to unpack what you're thinking. So how I'm just thinking massive thinking, coincidence. What um, is doing there? These people have been brought together somehow. Like, yeah. I'm not yet at the point of understanding. Well, okay. Let's put it that way. I'm just like, well, okay, I'm, I'm in now. What's happening? Right. What are you so doing to we're me? We're moving now into the, the twist. Okay, yes. We're moving into territory yes. here. And this is where we hear Ed reciting the names. everyone's names. Virginia and Louisiana. Virginia and Louisiana. Carolina. Carolina. Paris, Nevada. George York. Larry Washington. Rhodes, Rhode Island. speaking to right now this was i loved how they filmed this where you just see him suddenly shake his head he's in the white coat yeah now, now it's he, Ed. he's the one at the he's hearing at the hearing yeah because right. we've it's, we and we'd already seen this big fat bald dude yes as the prisoner yeah. um the the bloke that's facing by this point by this had, point we'd yeah. seen the 
the yes, actual Malcolm, right? Yes. And so that's obviously the moment of realisation of everything that's going on here, which but, is that there are multiple personalities. Um, there's a couple of things at play because there's multiple personalities, but also there's a doctor who's trying to merge them. He meant that he mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Well, so at this point, so we know he's got multiple personality syndrome. We know that Ed is now perhaps one of those personalities, but just to go back to, 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 to the May 10th birthday coincidence. Oh, no, at this point, they're all personalities. Okay. I've worked that out. But then also, the, just, I just want to read out their names. Ed Dakota. Yeah, no, they're all states. Samuel he Rhodes. in that last grab. Yeah. Paris, Nevada. George York. Alice York. Larry Washington. Ginny. Uh, Virginia. Lou, and his surname's Isiana, Louisiana. Yeah. Robert Maine. So it appears now that... Ed's one on trial. We find out then from Malik that it's what he calls an extreme case of disassociative identity disorder with 10 distinct personalities. Do you recognise this man? So we've shown him a mugshot. Well, that man, Edward, is Malcolm Rivers. He's had a very troubled life. He was arrested four years ago and convicted of the murder of six people in a violent rampage. Did this. Detective, please. Edward, listen to me. When faced with an intense trauma, a child's mind may fracture, creating disassociated identities. That's exactly what happened to Malcolm Rivers. He developed a condition that is commonly known as multiple personality syndrome. Why are you telling me this? Because you, Edward, are one of his personalities. And he shows him a mirror. <laughs> yeah, not in a, in a minute he shows a mirror, but he also then talks about uh, his. So we has he blacked out or so he, he's so he's flashing back to the motel. What's happening in the motel? Ed's trying to work it out for himself. What's happening? Please be quiet. You can hear what we're saying. Of course, I can hear what you're fucking saying. Edward, you missed your last appointment. Where have you been? Did I black out again? Try and think back. Where have you been? All right, I was uh, driving this actress, and we got stuck at the motel. There was a storm. And we couldn't get out. We couldn't get out because of the storm. What happened at the motel? People started dying. And then their bodies, it didn't make any sense. They, they disappeared. So this, this is the point where he pulls out the mirror. This is a really powerful part of the movie, I reckon. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what the fuck did you do? Try and calm To my face. Try and keep calm. Where the fuck is my face? Edward, that is your face. Why am I tied keep up? Calm. What is Edward, please. Jesus Christ. Where is my face? Edward, stay calm. No, I'm not going to stay calm. Why am I tied up like this? Who are all these people? What happened at the motel? Where is everybody? They don't exist, Edward. You were all created by Malcolm as a child. You're a liar! Consider what you know. Everyone named after a state. No, no, Everyone no, shared no. the same birthday. Your blackouts. No, I was a cop. I was a cop in the Rampart Division of LAPD for six years. Edward, please. I lived. I live in Hollywood. I live in a studio apartment. You don't live there, Edward. I do live there. You don't live anywhere. 
I know this is difficult to accept, but the face you saw in that mirror is the face I've always seen when I talk to Edward, or Paris, or Larry, or anyone else you've met tonight. Malcolm is in the midst of a medical treatment, one which forces all his identities to confront one another for the first time. I knew there would be violence, and with it, the number of the identities would be reduced. And see, that's awesome because it, it explains mm. that this hotel, hotel thing is his mind. Is actually yeah. um, the doctor inducing this moment. It's mm. the doctor try, as he talked about earlier, trying to dwindle his personalities down to one. It's it's the it's medically induced. Yeah. He's literally trying to push him to kill off his own personalities and find the most hostile one and and have it killed because that's that's the problem. Well, with he him. tells Ed, he goes, he goes, you got to find and eliminate the hostile personalities to prevent. Uh, you from being executed yeah. so that's the thing but I just thought another name for this movie Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> we could very it. good very good this so, is also uh, there's a point here where they do a flashback to the road story oh yeah and and it turns out he's not a policeman he's driving a prisoner, a prisoner. <laughs> he, there was two prisoners in the back of a cop car yeah. and a cop and, and, and Rhodes stabs him through the chair through the, through the front chair yep. which was the best part of the movie for me because it explained mm. the bloody shirt that Rhodes had earlier when he gets to the hotel and he takes his jacket you off. He, 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 yes. And There's I rewound it. I rewound it at well, yeah. that, yeah. that point and went, what the hell did I just miss? Yeah. Is this is Prime's version of this skipping something? Because he has this bloody back with a hole in his shirt and it made no sense. But it makes sense after you yeah. see that he killed the cop and took all his clothes. I'll point something else out that you may have noticed also. But uh, in the in the motel now. Oh, you'll do now, that later, will you? you oh, tease. No, I will. That's part of our did you notice. Okay. But in the motel now, the group is getting smaller. Yes. Uh, Ed believes, he, Ed is now convinced that it is uh, Rhodes Rose. that is the, is the murderer. Where are the keys to the truck? Where are the keys to the truck? Good, Larry. We gotta get out of here. Wait, Ed has the keys to the truck. I, I got a spare right here. Where is he? Oh, here. What are you doing? We need a gun. Oh, shit. Give me the keys to the truck. So that was Rhodes shot Larry. Yep. But then Ed grabs the gun and they have a shootout as well. Throw me the keys to the truck, Ed. Throw me the keys to the truck. Stay there. Stay there. So this is Larry. This is Rhodes and Ed shooting each other. Yeah. So they're both, they both kill each other, but yep. and, and as he's dying, Paris Paris, comes Paris wants to help, tries to help him. Ed, why won't you let me help you? Where did you go before? What did you see? What? Tell me what you saw. I saw you in an orange grove. See that he said, "I saw you in an orange grove." And mm. She. Her she state, said, where she lived, is where they grow oranges. Yeah, she she says, I'm turning 30. It. I want to just want to go, go and grow, and grow oranges. oranges. Yeah. yeah. Now, back, meanwhile, that little thing that played out in River's head yep. has now demonstrated to, well, Malik has used that to demonstrate that 
the basically homicidal the, the judges on board him now, is dead, right? right? Yeah. So uh, he gets his stay of execution. The question, Your Honour, is whether to convict the body or the mind. Hmm. His body committed these murders. That is true. The person who remains inside did not. Judge Taylor, that Your Honor, we witnessed the destruction of ten identities tonight. Nine were innocent, one was guilty. They're not the violence real. that existed in him has been executed. Your Honor, Malcolm belongs in a state hospital. In the matter of Rivers versus Nevada, it is the recommendation of this court that Mr. Rivers' execution be stayed. I am transferring Mr. Rivers to state psychiatric services under the care of Dr. Malik. Oh, you'd want to have Dr. Malik on your team, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he did a great job. Yeah. Like, he really did. And what's interesting to me is that I think we, we don't get, an, uh, get a sense truly of what played out in that hearing mm. because what actually played out was what we saw in the movie, the hotel mm. stuff. Because they yeah. say we witnessed yeah. the execution of all that. Do you know what I mean? Like, they were seeing it, yeah. It was more than just those flashbacks we saw of the hearing. Mm. I think they saw... Him play out to Dr. Yeah. Malik the whole story. Just dropping each person. My sense as they is die. that he literally told the story. Everything we saw that is shot in the hotel scenes, yep. he said in that hearing to Dr. Malik, and that is how they witnessed that um, that change. Okay, now we're at the point where he's got his stay of execution. He's, he's fine. He's, he's in the back of the car. Being driven along to the institution. Malik's in the front seat now. Yep. We see though in Mal this is obviously in, in his mind that Paris. Is still around, yep. driving away from the hotel. So she survived, heading to her hometown in Florida. And as as uh, Ed said about seeing her in an orange grove, that's exactly where we find her. But mm. as she's sort of tilling the soil, she finds in the ground a room key number with one. number one. And as she's looking up, she he sees young young Timmy standing behind her. Mm. Now it's at By this the way, point, I always thought it was Timmy. Did you really? You picked it as Especially, you know, you know the bit where Timmy walks in to see his mum? Mm. They're all in a room and then yeah. Timmy goes in there. Like I, I, yeah. I felt that was when he went in and killed his mum. Well, it, I'm going to play the bit of audio now, but it's during this bit of audio that you see that he's responsible for all the deaths. Like there was the part where mm. um, he, he was, I think he, he suffocated his mother. He yeah. deliberately went in front of the truck. He did, he did it all. And and yet, what he says to Paris is also pretty chilling. So he's standing there with like a like a rake or something, like a little rake, metal ball. No, what is it, Malcolm? <laughs> Malcolm? Whores don't get, get a second chance. <laughs> so those sounds you're hearing there are mm. uh, in playing out in his head, Timmy's killing Paris. He goes, you know, horse don't deserve a second chance. Mm. And in that instant, he grabs Malik and tra strangles him and mm. manages to get to the driver. And the, the, the you see the, the van, van just pull veer up, off. like veer off and stop by yeah. the side of the road. And what's fascinating to me is that Timmy, 
is the young like Malcolm had a traumatic a, his experience a ch- as a child, and that's what triggered that's this what personality. Yes, and that is the one that does the. Did killings. you honestly pick that or what? Oh, I did early did on. Really? Uh, Timmy was my suspect early on. Okay, because as soon yeah. as we, oh, sorry, after we realised it wasn't the serial killer, like yeah. the bloke in the back of the car, and it wasn't Larry, it was yeah. someone else. Um, t- t- there's a moment where Timmy walks into his mother's room, and you see it shot from the from the the room they're in. And yep. Not not from the mother's room, and he walks in and disappears around the corner as if okay. to go and see his mum. Right. That to me okay. is when he killed his mum. Let's hear a couple of cool lines. One of these is: Remember the guy was bashing on the door. Yep. Open his goddamn door, Jenny. No. I haven't been to the Hawk in over a fucking year. Allison is a stupid bitch whore who likes fucking with your head. <laughs> Open the damn door, Jenny. Open the fucking door. <laughs> this is another line too where where um, Paris is talking to Ed and Ed sort of he's gone out of limo mode, limo driver mode into cop mode. What are you doing? Oh, what? I don't get to ask a question. I'm taking photos. There's been two murders in the last two hours, so I figured before all the evidence. That's not an answer. You're a limo driver. So I'll ask again. What are you doing? Are you looking to win some beyond the Call of Duty limo driver merit badge? <laughs> <laughs> Limo driving merit badge. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Righto. How did that happen? The, yep. uh, one little thing to point out. Well, it was here. all in his mind, mate, so there's not really any of course, no, no, no. But near the end of the movie, when, when the doctor's talking about it, he said that nine of his personalities are not guilty yep. and one is. But there's but 11 do characters. Do the math. There's 12 characters. Who's the 12th? The 12th. He's Malcolm himself. Malcolm himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's 11 people yeah. in the hotel yeah. scene. Yeah. Then there's Malcolm. There's so, yeah, extra. there's 12. Yeah. Things you might not know. They filmed several different endings really? to keep the conclusion a secret. Okay. Some of the uh, – you, you mentioned the sets before. Some of it was lo- shot on location in a place called Lancaster and other parts of L.A. County. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the movie, the hotel set, was actually built inside a massive soundstage. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. The same soundstage they used in Sony Studios in Culver City. I've been to these studios. The same studios where they filmed, they had the Emerald City set for The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> same place. Now, on the DVD, because, because there because, is because, an extended version of this of the movie right. with an additional scene at the courthouse. Now, apparently... Like at right, the start? Right, no, no, right after... Yeah, after Lou and then Paris go to their rooms for the first time, it shows back goes back to Dr. Malik arriving... And the detective getting upset that the prisoner transport, they can't contact them. Right. Right. And it's also has a slightly altered ending that cuts the killer with the real Malcolm Rivers committing the murders. So it has right. you know, the, ball, the ball guy. Well, I mean. Into cutting the kid with him committing the murders. But yeah. Right. Here's a did you notice. Okay. Ray Liotta's character, where he was asked, where are you heading? Where were you heading to? He mentions Carson City. Now, that name should be familiar because we did do Con Air. Mm. John Cusack in the Con Air, that was where the convicts were being transported in the plane, which yeah. to Carson City. Yeah. Nice little tie in there. Now, you mentioned Rhodes with his uh, bloodstone on the back of his shirt. Yeah. Did you also notice there was a hole in his leather jacket as well? No, I didn't notice that. that. That's from, no. from going through from the there. Stab, yeah. So um, when he, uh, he, he also, too, another thing with Rhodes is that 
he wasn't really acting like a cop at, at, at parts. So he sort of gave himself up where he was, right. you know, he was bashing up guys and tying them up. And anyway, not not how he was and doing it in front of other people, not not typical yeah, cop yeah, behaviour. Yeah. Um, the new, did you notice this? And I got the pause button happening again. The newspaper during the opening credits, um, there was all this information about the killer's background, uh-huh. but there was one part where there were two columns of text that were exactly the same. Oh, spewing. Yeah, just cut and pasted it. Alrighty, three questions for Trev. Okay, hit me. Does Malcolm Rivers get recaptured? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. You reckon? Now, I'll ask you the people, 10 people in one place having the same birthday, what are the odds? Yeah, oh, mate. I mean, a bazillion to one. It is one in 115 sextillion. That's a lot. Which is like a, a 30 digit number. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Number three, would you watch that movie again? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah you'd, I think you'd, I think actually it's probably it the most rewatchable yeah. that we've done because I believe you'll see through parts of it. I also yeah. think you'll see new things. Um, like the, so that the big thing for me was that mm. that wound. Oh, sorry, the the blood stained shirt on the yeah. back of roads. Yeah, I mean, I paused. I went yeah. back twenty seconds, yeah. and then I went. I don't understand what just happened. How did he get <laughs> injured? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it really messed with know. my head. Now you know. Now you know. So yeah, Interesting. alrighty. That's it. Uh, that's identity. Give us your wrap up and rating. I think you've found a hidden gem. I'll give you that. Yep. I do truly believe that a lot of people wouldn't have heard of this, and I yep. think a lot of people listening would have enjoyed that. And we yeah. we would love to hear from you because that, yes, that makes please. us happy if 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 you've you discovered agree? this for the first time. Um, I look, it messed with my head a lot, but I think that's a good thing. Yep. I probably didn't have the right frame. Like I I should have. Like I need your, I need to sit like you do yep. in a theater. I think this is a great yep. theater movie. Like what would be cool? It's not would be something to, you have. You need to be paying attention. No, this yeah, this yeah. is a sit. It's not just let it wash over with a, you. You've with a pay drink attention. and a packet of chips and just yeah. watch, right? Yes. So that's what I did actually. Yeah, I, I, I know that's your style. I I enjoyed it because it was different, so very different. Yep. Um, is it's not my favorite movie of all time, yep. but I really enjoyed it for the story for the. Yeah, that, twist. Mate, that review is such yeah. a great way of putting it. Yeah. The the third act here is just insane. So I'm actually going to give it like an eight and a half because mainly because yep. of the, the the difference to it. Yes. Not because I loved it that much. We're in agreement. I'm, an eight, because I'm it, an eight and a half too. Because it was so, so, so different. We're both eight and a half. Okay. It's solid. Absolutely solid. Excellent. I enjoyed. Shall we talk about next week's movie? I'm ready to watch. Next week we're watching Wall Street. Which was released that? in 1987. No, we haven't seen. We've seen that. the Wolf of you've Wall seen, Street. You've seen. We've done the Wolf of oh, Wall right. Street. Okay, yeah, good. We've also done Fatal Attraction with uh, Michael Douglas, who okay. stars in Wall Street, right. and, along with Charlie Sheen. Right. Now the movie was written and directed by Oliver Stone. Right. Now, Michael Douglas is in the film. Here's your millionaire question. Okay. Which of these movies is Michael Douglas not in? <sighs> okay. A. Basic Instinct. He's in that. B. Unfaithful. Don't know. D C disclosure. Isn't that D Jewel of the Nile? It's the second one. Unfaithful. Yep. Correct. There you go. Bing bing bing. But I don't think that's the first time. Bing 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 bing. We might need to update the spreadsheet, but I'm pretty sure Unfaithful was the first time I've got one right. Richard Gere was in Unfaithful. Ah. But yeah, he was in Basic Instinct. He was in Disclosure, which we've done. Basic instinct, we, it's on the list. We haven't done that okay, yet, have yep. we? No. Uh, and Jewel of the Nile, he was also in that as well. well. Yep, good time. So there you have it. There, well, we hope you enjoyed. Join us next week for Wall Street, but we do hope that you enjoyed Identity. And I hope 
that you had not heard of this movie until we suggested you watch it, yeah. and then you enjoyed it as much as we did. Leave a review if you did. Uh, hit the we uh, love to hear from uh, you. Hit the best movie you've never seen on iTunes if you're listening on an Apple device, and leave a review and let us know that very thing. There you go. Well, that was Identity. We look forward to you joining us next week for Wall Street. Trev, bring it on. See you then.